0: Jeff Tate, you know him from Queens, right? He's coming to town Monday at King of Clubs. Get tickets, TKOC.live. The cool thing about this concert, one of my favorite CDs of all time, Empire Complete during the show. Jeff joins us now. What's up, Jeff? Hello, Jeff. Good morning.
1: Good morning. This is early for me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're you're a rocker. It should be early for you.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just kind of starting my second cup of coffee here, so uh, I'll do my best to complete a sentence. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, you were just going to bed right now. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, times change.
2: <laughs> when, when you travel post-QueensRike and you're doing the solo thing, even though we're going to hear Empire and Rage for Order in its entirety, are you? do you get mostly QueensRike uh, fans, or do you have your solo following is, is pretty big as well, right?
1: Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand, really. I don't, I don't think there's really a difference. Right. Um, yeah, but... Uh, I'm just very, very appreciative of the fact that, uh, people, you know, still want to hear me sing and, uh, uh, try to put on a great show every night. And, uh, we're actually really having uh, a string of great shows right now, but the whole tour is just starting off again after, you know, the year and a half of way. So, uh, yeah, I'm, incredibly excited to be back on the road
0: again. Yeah, when you uh, released, when you guys released Empire, I was in high school and it was just one of my, you know, from top to bottom, that album and if folks don't, I'm sure some of the folks know the hits, but outside the hits, like every song is really good from top to bottom. When you guys, you did Operation Mindcrime and a lot of people think it's one of the, the greatest albums of all time. How much pressure was it did you guys feel when you did Empire? Was it Were you trying to top it or, were it, you know, going through that, how hard was it to just follow that up?
1: You know, honestly, I never gave it a thought about following it up. Um, I, I was just really uh, enamored with an idea that we had at the time, which was to write something different than what we'd done before. Uh, we really tried to stay away from um, uh, you know habits we kind of gotten into with writing we kind of stripped of uh, a lot of the production away from the songs and, and really tried to make songs that uh, would stand up on their own just voice and acoustic guitar playing around a campfire really. Mm-hmm. That's a, that was our objective. So we had sort of this game plan of uh, you know, trying to reach this goal and which we did I think the, the, the whole album is like that. you know it's good standalone songs and um, it really hit with people.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting in 2021 with everything streaming and just the different way everybody gets their music, whether it's a single or four singles in a row or an entire album. The idea of a, quote, concept concept album, uh, I mean, that, that is truly, you don't see that much anymore. So that even in 88, that was uh, pushing the envelope. Because I remember in the 70s, everybody was doing the concept album.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we were... Uh... Definitely inspired by that uh, period of time, mm-hmm. the sixties and the seventies were sort of our our period of uh, you know major inspiration musically. I would say, and we brought that that idea of the concept album into the late eighties. And uh, you know, uh, I, whether that would work nowadays, I like you, you yeah. said, I, I don't. I don't know if that would really catch on for people who have the attention span for it. People are really, you know.
2: There's a continuity that we need that we don't
0: have anymore in music.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a different world, yeah, but yeah. not to say that's good or bad, it's just different. You right, know? yeah. Jeff Tate's
0: with us, you could see him, King of Clubs Monday, TKOC.live. You know, with Empire, so many hits, who decided on the release of the hits? Because you had so many singles, so many great songs. Was there ever a conflict between you and the record company of the order of the singles from the album?
1: I don't remember any kind of conflict. In fact, our relationship with EMI Records, which we were with for years, uh, was very good, very positive, and um, we were uh, a, a really good team. I think of uh, they understood what we did, and we understood what they did, and we didn't like try to undermine each other, but we let each other, you know, follow their strengths and, and do what they did best, and uh, it worked out really well.
0: Did you realize? Because we've talked to some bands where they're on tour and a song hits and it's really popular, and they'll be in like Milwaukee and they'll play the song and they go, "Holy crap! It's on!" It's become extremely popular. Were you guys aware during Empire when you did the tour which songs were released, where they were at in the Billboard charts, who was who was digging the new songs?
1: Yeah, at that time, you know, of course, the information wasn't as readily available as it is today. But uh, yeah, we were aware. You know, we had a and uh, people who did, did the record promotion and went around to all the different radio stations. And uh, they kept us pretty much informed as to what was going on. And, uh, yeah, it was exciting for us because we'd never had a record like this before. We were always sort of an underground band, you know, and uh, more of an art rock kind of band. And this is our was our first uh, dipping our toes into, you know, the commercial sort of uh, territory, you know. So, yeah, it was an eye-opening experience. Very exciting time. And uh, I'd never been to you know award ceremonies and things like that before, and award <laughs> shows, and that was that was a whole run of those kind of things, which was really interesting.
2: Uh, that is Jeff Tate. He's going to be at the King of Clubs. I was reading early reviews. Jeff, and to a T, each review of this current tour you're on are talking about how great and how strong vocally. You are, and that's not always the case with a lot of the 80s rockers in this day and age. Are you, is that genetics, clean living?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it must be that deal I made with Satan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because I know you, and you're a wine
1: guy. I am, yes. I have uh, my own wine.
2: You have your own Uh, label.
1: Yeah, it's called Insania. We make a, a red and a white. And uh, been doing it since about 2007, and uh, yes, it's a whole other sort of uh, endeavor that uh, it takes up a lot of my brain space. I honestly, I, I love it though. Yeah, and, uh, you just have to kind of moderate, you know, what you do with, in that area. Well, <laughs> how do
0: you how do you and, uh, find it? Because I'm not I'm new to wine. I'm uh, how do I find? Is there like a website we can order it?
1: Yeah, you can go to my website jetty and. There's a button you can push that'll take you to uh, Germany is where we make it. Uh, my wife's family's vineyards there in uh, southern nice. Germany on the border of France and Germany. And uh, honestly, you can't get it in America at this moment because we sold out and uh, it the shipment hasn't arrived yet from uh, Germany because everything's right. up because of because of COVID, right? Of course. So, yeah, it's crazy times right now. But hopefully within, you know, by the end of the year, things will be back to normal and uh, we'll have more shipments in America. You know, your family
0: is involved in your career in the tour and they do a lot of stuff with you. Was it one of those things, because you hear stories from band to band getting screwed over by management or something happened, was a decision to get your family involved just to, to avoid all that? Or was it just you met your wife and then it just happened?
1: Gosh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> It, you know in Queensreich's long career uh, being together 30 years we had so many screwovers by <laughs> you name it, you okay. know, it it just it comes with the territory and uh, and things really got we had a couple of really good runs with uh, certain management teams and then my wife started managing us in the 2000s and it got really smooth and great after that she's very talented at what she does and my um uh, my uh, daughters, a couple of them, have uh, worked with me on the tours in various uh, capacities. One, one as a singer, and um, the other one as a, in the administration uh, area, managing things. And uh, they loved it. You know, it was something that they uh, they, they gravitated towards. Uh, and so, you know, why not? You know, uh, encourage them to uh, follow that uh, that path. Uh, it certainly has worked out for me.
2: And Jeff, you know, the rumor when it goes back to Queensryche was they fired you. Then I heard for years you fired them. Was there any, if any at all, was there a final straw with the band?
1: Uh, Well, it's all in my upcoming book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that
2: means we get to have you back
1: Good <laughs> There you go Yeah, uh, yeah. All right well, well Hey,
0: we should mention uh, King of Clubs Monday TKOC.live Hey, by the way Who was your Getting into music Or as a kid Who was your musical uh, You know, kind of like icon Who'd you look up to and did, did you ever get to meet him?
1: Um, well, I had several growing up uh, you know, I became enamored with music when I was nine years old and started taking piano lessons at that age and was in school band for all my years. But, uh, you know, as far as like a rock star, you know, somebody that I, I looked at a, as a vocalist and went, wow, that, who is I got a beat by, by, by that guy. It was Tom Jones. Remember him?
2: Yes, yes. It's to be loved by Yes, everyone. the ladies
0: love
1: Tom Jones. They
0: love Tom Jones. Yeah.
1: That guy was the coolest. And remember he, back when I was a kid, he had a, his own variety show on television. And my my mom and my sister and I would watch this his show. And you're right. My mom and my sister just lost their head watching this guy perform, right? <laughs> and I thought it was always because he, he he always wore a tuxedo and he had that cool thing where he took uh, yeah. his tie and then handed his tie to some lady in the front row, you know? Yeah. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> Did you ever get to meet him? Did you ever meet Tom Jones? Yeah, I met him once. He was uh, lovely, fantastic, just a bigger-than-life personality and uh, very open and, uh, you know, enjoyed meeting fans. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. great. Yeah. What's up, Pussycat?
1: <laughs> That's great. What's up, Pussycat? Yeah. yeah. was there ever... <laughs> you know,
0: what's funny is is about right? is you guys, you know, came up in an era where it was MTV and Hairspray Rock, but you guys weren't hairspray rock. You just kicked ass and played a lot of serious hard rock music. Was there a misconception because you guys had long hair just like everybody else and good-looking dudes? Did did was there a, ever a misconception that hey, there's the long-haired guys. Holy crap, they rock
1: rock like crazy. Yeah, the well the toughest thing is when you tried to go into a bank and get a loan, you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Secure a they mortgage.
1: Yeah, I secured a mortgage on my first house. They didn't believe me, you know, and I had I had enough money to buy a house and they thought, No <laughs> <laughs> Well
2: there had to be satisfaction in that.
1: Yeah, it was in a way, you know, kinda you know, outside the norm, I guess. It it uh it's appealing in a sense. But uh yeah. I mean, I think it's come a long way since then. I mean now people are you know, covered in tattoos and nose rings and piercings. And they're, you know, working as uh, restaurant maitre D's and, you know, in banks and you name it, you know, it's a, uh, it's a lot more accepting society nowadays.
2: Do I hear highway noise behind you? Are you on the tour bus right now? Or are you on the road?
1: I'm, I'm on the tour bus right now. Wow. wow. Nice. Well, what nice. a,
2: what a man, we appreciate your time. This was cool.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. I, I, uh, I love uh, talking to you guys and, uh, I really appreciate the interview.
0: All right, we'll do it again. And want to tell everybody, TKOC.live for the tickets Monday. And uh, we'll do it again when the book comes out, man.
1: Right on. I can't wait. All All right. right. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.